Welcome to the Dog Training Tips Podcast with your host, creator of the Dogmanship Training Academy, Heidi Hamilton. have the amazing Christy today, the owner of Mind Your Paws Dog Training and Therapy Dogs. Thank you so much for being here. We've known each other since the start of our dog training journeys, pretty much. <laughs> um, it's weird to think after all this time, we're actually doing a podcast together about dog training. I don't think we thought we would be here. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you came to be where you are now, how it started and how it grew. Hello, and thanks for having me. Uh, so how Mind Your Paws came about, it, um, I guess I got Ralph, you know, born on the exact same day as Snickers. Unfortunately, Ralph is no longer with us though. Um, I got him, I adored him, and I decided when I got to the top level, when, you know, we went through classes together, hey, right yeah. from right through. Um, when I got to the top level that I still wanted to keep learning and um so decided to do the dog trainers course at alpha then um and then it just grew from there and i guess i i spent that much money on training ralph that it would be nice to try and earn some of that money (laughs) Um, so you know there was that as well and then i just loved i wanted everyone to have the same relationship i had with ralph just like you and snickers you adore him um I was exactly the same with Ralph that I wanted everyone to have that relationship. And from there, so that was the dog training side. And from there, again, I adored him and I wanted to share him with everyone. So that's how I got into the therapy dog side of work. But when he was younger, I was very lucky to be working at a school that was accepting of people, of staff taking their dogs into school. So I used to go home at lunch because I lived 10 minutes from school. So I used to go home at lunch, pick him up and bring him back um, for the last couple of lessons every now and then. And, you know, I just saw the changes in kids, um, in students. I was a PE teacher, um, you know, motivating teenagers to participate in sport can be pretty hard. Um, But, you know, when Ralph was there, not that he could catch a ball or, and he was terrible at chasing a ball, but they would attempt, you know, they'd throw a ball and attempt to get it, which then he wouldn't get it. So they'd have to run after and get the ball <laughs> or they would walk him laps and laps around the gym. Um, you know, so that was all good, just movement in, in that side of thing. And also just the communication, like kids who kind of normally fought in class would sit around and we would talk dog or just talk whatever at that particular time so yeah that's kind of how mind your paws started um through ralph everything is through ralph Ralph. (laughs) this Um, episode should be in memory of beautiful ralph yeah (laughs) so i mean Sorry, go. When, um, yeah, so Christy and I, as she said, um, we, both our dogs, Snickers and Ralph were born on the same day, both oodles. So Ralph was a groodle and Snickers is a labradoodle. And then Christy. Labradoodle. Ralph, said, Ralph was a labradoodle. Oh, was he? Oh, for some reason I said yeah. he was a groodle. No, a lab- no, that's Harlow. Oh, I've got them mixed up. Okay. So yeah, so he was a labradoodle too. And so then we both went through like almost exact same time. We did our trainers program course at the same time. We almost started our businesses about the same time, didn't we? Like when did you I think so? Yes. <laughs> so- I started, when did I start? Uh, 2011. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, 2011, before so, I moved up here. Yeah, so I went full-time in my business in 2015. So, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 But you were doing other things. Yeah, I was still doing on the side. Yeah, it was a bit of a side gig for a while. Awesome. That's so exciting. And so now you're doing therapy dogs. So what does your sort of like day-to-day job look like? What do you do day-to-day with the dogs? Yeah, so I don't do much dog training anymore. Um, I would say 90% therapy dogs to probably actually 99% therapy dogs, really. The occasional dog training. Yeah. so day to day, we uh, visit schools or the hospital. We have private clients, which range, our clients range from, I think our youngest is about four and a half, um, to one of uh, Harlow's best friends is 93. So we have this huge range <laughs> of there? clients that we see throughout the week, uh, all with different um, disabilities, conditions, um, reasons we, we see them, um, autism being one of the main ones. Um, but our, so our day-to-day is different. Every day we see different people. We're not in a, like, I don't have a practice or anything like that. We go to each client or we go to the school or we go to the hospital. So, um, yeah, it's great. I, I couldn't even tell you how many people I see a day, but it's different every single every single day. Um, and each fortnight, I guess, is different too because some jobs are fortnightly jobs. So, yeah, we spend about an hour at each place um, doing, depending, again, on the client at the or the place we're visiting. Um, the hospitals, we just we walk around the wards and we say hi to all the staff. We say hi to the patients that we can see. Uh, at schools, at high schools, we generally hang out at lunchtime as a safe space um, to come uh, and just as a like kind of, I guess you'd say a mindfulness activity for students yeah. to just come and hang out. Um, oh my and God, then, I yeah, private clients. My high school. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I would have been there every lunch. Um, and then private clients, it really depends on each client that we that we see so yeah, yeah. so every so, day is totally different so with your you've got three dogs at the moment and so <laughs> and a cat and so um so do you like select the dog you're going to work with depending on the person like do you kind of match them for what they're going to be suitable to or is it just whichever dog's available on the day <laughs> <laughs> no 100 percent. i uh try to get as much information as i can about the client each dog is very different in personality i mean two uh fully qualified certified um therapy dogs and one is only a pup he turns one this month so uh i try to take him to as many places as i can but fully aware that he is a pup <laughs> and he's learning <laughs> he's gonna do puppies. um yeah but yeah it totally depends so harlow is calm <laughs> has about two minutes of energy a day and that's about it so she is great for clients who can be a bit nervous like love dogs but are a bit nervous and a bit unsure about them she's quiet she's not going to bark she's not going to make noise she pretty much will just lie down she'll do some tricks and you know yeah. anything but she's certainly a lot calmer um scout loves males he just is a complete different dog around males <laughs> so i will generally take him to a male client um hello occasionally but it depends but usually scout um and he's obviously very active but at the same time being the border collie 
Um, but at the same time, he can, you know, I see a different side of him and he can be super calm. And I, I'm kind of in shock going, what? This is, this is not the dog I know. What, what's going on here? But then he can go to 100 very quickly. And, yeah. uh, you know, you say that B-A-L-L word and his <laughs> eyes freak up. I won't say it because he's literally right underneath the desk with me. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so he will go. Uh, generally to school groups, I will take both dogs. Um, and he's, he's very vocal, so he's not good with, you know, I don't like to take him with clients who are unsure of dogs because he's very vocal. He barks and he'll growl. And yeah. obviously when he's growling, people think he's going to bite them, but that he's just talking. He, yeah. he would never bite anyone. But um, so, yeah, so totally depends where we're going. But the two adult dogs will generally always go to the hospital together and schools. But Chip, the puppy, um, he's a crazy <laughs> one-year-old mini Labradoodle. <laughs> That has been allowed to be crazy at the same time. And I've kind of enjoyed it, but sometimes I'm like, why did I do this? What have I done? (laughs) Yeah. So he goes to some places. So he'll go to um, one hospital each week and he, I alternate. So he always comes and then one of the big dogs come. Um, And he goes to Headspace where we hang out in the foyer and it's just a whole heap of fun with young people there. Uh, And he comes to a couple of private clients, but certainly pick, where he goes but I'm hoping to start increasing his visits yeah um the idea is that he will replace not replace but you know be able to switch with one of the big dogs depending on place and yeah Harlow seven so you know and she does most of the work so I don't want to rely on her yeah 24 seven um, yeah it's always good to have a backup dog in case you need yeah <laughs> and I also think it's extremely important to take the dogs where they enjoy going yeah so Scout for example he likes the hospital but I wouldn't say it's his favorite spot yeah. to go so whilst Chip is still young Scout is still going to the hospital um plus if I didn't take him to the hospital Staff will get very angry at me. I get asked every time, where's this dog? Where's that dog? They all have their favourites. Like, yeah. You can't, yeah. They all have their favourites. So, yeah. So um, his patients in beds don't do much. So, he's, you know, he's not that interested yeah, in patients. Like, this, is, this is not so fun. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. the staff, they'll sit on the ground with him. They'll play with him. They'll, you know, they do different yeah. things. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So he won't go to those eventually yeah. but we'll see you know you never know what's going to come each day so when you were them. looking for to add chip to the family were you looking for like a particular kind of personality or like when you buy a pup are you like this pup is definitely going to be a therapy dog or are you kind of like we'll, we'll wait till he matures and see what he's like <laughs> yeah. no i wanted a little dog um i actually wanted a little dog before ralph passed but I got Scout because he was my dream dog. Um, so I wanted a little dog. I was looking at all different breeds, um, you know, trying to do that. Don't support backyard breeders and yeah. not that he's, I wouldn't say he's from a backyard breeder. Um, not at all. She's not a backyard breeder, but, you know, oodles are very popular. So there's yeah. lots of them around. So I certainly chose, made sure I chose my, the right breeder that breeder, fitted yeah. for me and went with what I believed in. Yep. as well and those kind of things 
Um, so I wanted a little dog. Um, I, like I said, I was looking at purebreds, but my heart just kept coming back. I love Labrador. I love oodles. As you know, I have a groodle and I have a mini Labradoodle. My old dog was a Labradoodle. I've had a Cavoodle and a Spoodle growing up. You know, I love oodles. Yeah. So um, I was like, if I get a, you know, this particular breed of little dog, I'll still always want my Labradoodle. So yeah. I just said, bite the bullet. Right this well. lady, <laughs> this breeder does a lot with her puppies. Compared to the purebreds, I was like, she actually does more than what those yeah, people do. So, you know, there was a whole lot going into it. Factors, yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't want the super calm dog Yeah. because I do compete with my dogs as well and I love competing. Like we do agility and rally and obedience and everything. So, And they have to have um, a certain amount of stamina even for therapy work. Like it ha- it's quite mentally draining yeah. as well. Like just the yeah, you know, 100%. working and so being on the go. I got the most active dog out of the litter, I'm pretty sure. Um, I tell him every day he's not what I ordered. <laughs> but I love him dearly. We love him nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. um, but I find like it I so said, interesting to be because, crazy. Yeah, and I find it so interesting because, like, we often talk about, you know, selecting a breed that's going to be suitable for your lifestyle and for your family and, you know, your expectations of them and all of that sort of stuff. And like, that's so important, obviously, like it's vital to do that. But at the same time, even within the litter, you know, you you can get like the same mum, the same dad, the same upbringing, and you're going to get like polar opposites just in personalities. Like there's no sort of guarantee that by buying like a border collie, you're going to end up with a certain adult dog or a certain personality type. It's just sort of, yeah, it's interesting. I think when people like the way people choose to pick dogs. Yeah, well, when I got Scout, um, he was my 20-year dream of wanting a chocolate border collie from Toby the Wonder Dog, um, <laughs> growing up watching him. So that's why I got Scout. And I didn't get him to be a therapy dog. I got him for a competition dog and a sport yep. dog because I wanted to get into all of that stuff. But when Ralph died and I got the new puppy, everyone was like, oh, can we meet the puppy? So he just tagged along to a lot of places and he's great. Like I said, he does things that I'm like, what? Since, since when do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's yeah. probably good for his mental stimulation too, like just getting out and about and doing things and meeting people and, yeah, being an active Oh, brain. 100%. 100%. I say every day that I'm lucky that because everyone thinks I, you know, I have to run him 10Ks a day and, first of all, I don't run, so there's <laughs> no chance of that happening. Um, but it, he doesn't, you know, they don't get a walk every single day, but they're out and about every single day. But yeah, the mental stimulation is yeah far far more, more than yeah. what i could ever give him physically i just yeah. i couldn't drain him physically. With his, yeah <laughs> yeah i couldn't i could, just couldn't do it um so yeah awesome and, and so what is your favorite part of your job oh my favorite part oh there's actually so many things <laughs> isn't there and because i meet so many different people um i just i guess it's a full cycle you know the dogs make the client happy which then makes me happy knowing that my dogs can bring joy to a person every day and I love I love that I love being able you know just simply out of bringing my dogs to work with me or doing something you know with them um that I can make people's days or or weeks you know just in that simple little moment so yeah I guess yeah 
the and the dogs are happy at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting cats Every, or they're getting fed win. one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, just bringing joy to people through the dogs and brightening up their day. Yeah, taking, you know, being able to take them away from their worry, whatever it might have been for that day or that week or something. Yeah, something yeah, like definitely. It's yeah. a pretty special job. And so, what's the hardest part? Do you think of your job? <laughs> you know, I saw this question when you sent it to me, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, the hardest part." This is going to be really random, but the hardest part is the driving. <laughs> I'm waiting for when I ask this question for somebody to be like cleaning up the dog poo or you know, something. No, like they're, they're actually really good with that. That doesn't matter. That, that comes with dog ownership, so that doesn't actually bother me. That's just part of owning a dog, right? The driving, we spend an hour at each place and then it's like a half an hour travel kind Between, of. And yeah. knowing your, your schedule for the day, you know, right, we're here and then here in the morning and then got to be home at lunch and then we go again in the afternoon and... Or do I have to pack lunch for the day? You know, just all yeah, those, like the yeah. schedules. Because I don't work at just an office. Yeah, like it's and it's not the same every, thing every day. Yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thankfully, I haven't rocked up to the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing pretty good there. But so, you know, that's some random, that's the hardest part. But I guess the, the actual hardest part is um, people not listening to your instructional rule around the dogs yeah so I have this number one rule is that you cannot cuddle like you know bear hug the dogs um I just don't don't allow it they don't people don't have the relationship to do that to the to the dogs and um but you can tell someone and they agree with it and within two seconds they're doing it yeah to the dogs um and I can understand why like they're they look like teddy bears they're soft they're cuddly Cuddly, you know those kind of things but um yeah so that would people not following your rules or your instructions at the particular time because the dog's safety in this job is the number one one thing yeah to me to, um, yeah, I mean, I if they that, did anything. That, that hardest thing also probably applies to the dog training side anyway, <laughs> trying to yeah. get people to follow through. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> so what made you sort of like, um, so you sort of started Mind Your Paws and it was like, I guess, a bit of therapy, a bit of training, and now you're sort of moving much more into the therapy side. Was that always the goal? Ah. Uh, I'm not sure if that was always the goal. <laughs> I, I think so. The more I started doing therapy dog work, um, yeah, it certainly became more of a, a goal. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It became, yeah. More of it. All right. So to finish us up, can you give us a training tip for the listeners? <laughs> uh, again, I love this too, because how many tips can we possibly provide? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the one thing I thought of was play with your dog, but don't just throw the ball back and forth. That's not play. I try to, and I don't know if it's the right way, but I often explain to people our dogs kind of have the mindset of a three-year-old. Mm. Play with them like a three-year-old. You know, that, I love that, depending yeah. on the breed of dog as well, like staffies love to be pushed around. and Yeah, it's that savvy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, rut wheelers, you know, those yeah. big buffed kind of yeah. breeds like to be pushed around play with them like that yeah um 
I get it's almost like getting into character like I I feel like it's like like really like get into the game as if you're actually trying to like beat them at the game like make it a competition make it fun yeah yeah and you can win you can win like yes I I'm like whenever I play tug with scout and I manage to get it off him I'm like that's like maybe savvy or if I like do like I'm like you know getting the toy as like a snake on the ground and she's like trying to jump and catch it and then I like manage to get it out and she jumps and I'm like yeah I win yeah yeah I love I love that so yeah a lot I think a lot of people think of when you say play with your dog like oh yeah I play ball out in the back we throw the ball back and forth it's like that's that's not actual play so I try to say yeah treat them like you're playing with a three-year-old they like a bit of rough and tumble and they like they like to win and they also you know they need to learn about to losing lose. yeah yeah <laughs> and all of that as well so yeah, yeah I guess that's my yeah number one tip. <laughs> absolutely I love that and I think that's so like um sometimes I think dog owners can be kind of hesitant to play like tug games and you know like rough and tumble games because they worry that there's gonna that's gonna bring out like the dog playing like that all the time or they're going to be too rough with the kids or whatever and it like you can teach sort of like an on and off switch for that you know like what like they they're not they're not stupid they can really understand the context and it's like you know even with the the kids like I know my kids for example they're very different here to how they are at their grandma's house to how they are at their friend's house like they understand context and I think dogs can really pick up on that context like you're saying too with scout with therapy dog work like he can obviously understand the context of where he is as to what is appropriate in that environment yeah but even just on that play with scout um he loves frisbee ball tug anything like that but when we do play frisbee i said play frisbee there um but he knows when he brings it back i actively encourage him to jump on me i want him to jump on me and then we play tug and then i like push him around and you know we do all those kind of kind of things but he's not allowed to jump on me any other time unless we play absolutely and it's like growling and things like that like when savvy is playing tug it sounds like she's actually trying to maul something like it's like (laughs) sometimes i wonder because we've got tall fences and i think i wonder what our neighbors think's going on right now sounds like this rottweiler's (laughs) trying to kill something in our backyard but that's very different to her like growling at me if i asked her to get off the couch you know like it's very contextual where that's happening yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. well thank you so much where can people find out more about you and what you do uh so i guess social media is the main thing so instagram at mind your pause or facebook uh i think it's at mind your pause darwin or of course i've got a website www.mindyourpause.com.au Awesome. So if anybody is wanting to find out more about me, you can go to dogmanshiptraining.com or you can find me as Dogmanship Training on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. You're doing such amazing work and we're like, every time I look at what you're doing, I just think, wow, that's amazing where you started and where we both started and what we're doing now. It's so cool. <laughs> so, um, so well done. Thank you for being here and I'll talk to you soon. No worries. Thank you very much. See ya. See ya.